A Christmas murder frozen in time. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. I'm very excited about this one. I and I am knew glad. you and I knew you knew about it. It's true. Uh, I actually went on a date last year on Halloween, a second date with a guy to the Los Feliz Murder House, is yeah. what we're going to talk about, which is uh, a true crime case and an abandoned place. It, it checks off all the boxes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's we live relatively close. Yeah, it's in our backyard. A, it's essentially, and w- when I think about uh, you know crime and murder in what is this, 1960 mm-hmm. yeah. and it's around like there. The, 59, but like 59 mid, into mid-century. 60. Very yeah. mid-century and in a pretty nice section of Los Angeles, like a pretty yes. coveted uh, people want to live there. A lot of celebrities live in Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to think that like a gruesome murder happened there and was just essentially the crime scene itself, you know, minus obviously the gruesome parts, is left untouched yeah. for a very, very, very long time. It's like nobody wanted to deal with it. Yeah kind of a thing and it's just in a giant house in a really nice part of town you can we went there's a gate but there was like a rock on the other side it's like what's being held inside yeah kind of a thing but you can go up there it's really creepy you can peer into the windows i believe i mean it keeps getting like bought and sold but nobody because somebody had to upkeep like somebody had to pay the bills on that uh And th- there's a lot of stories. Fee? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. There's, I'm sure somebody oh. was upkeeping. I don't know if it was somebody in the family uh, or somebody bought it and just didn't want to. T- I mean, you might, yeah, might know better I mean, than me. Yeah, I mean, it's exchanged hands a little bit, which I'll talk yeah, about. Yeah. But it's, it just sits there. But I was too scared to go and see it, although I was obsessed with it. But you would go on dates there. So yeah, you I go just, on dates there. So, so And the they worked time. out really well? Uh, that was the second date and the last date. Oh, okay. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He came over for a second <laughs> to buy some Adderall off of me. <laughs> Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that's the so, history of that guy. Yeah. I think he's a USC screenwriter. Nice. But it was a great date for me. So well, well okay. that, a date in, in 1959, it. it was not a great date. No. <laughs> okay. No, and that Christmas in 1959, it was not a good date. The Los Feliz Murder House is a Spanish revival mansion at 2475 Glendower Place. That's a G-L-E-N-D-O-W-E-R. There is no secret of the address. No one's trying to keep it a secret. It was designed by Harry E. Weiner. It has a beautiful, like, glass conservatory, breakfast room, a, a ballroom. It's beautiful. It's right by Griffith Park on top of a hill, and it's got this creepy gate. And it's still supposedly decorated for Christmas as it was the night of the murders. Now, there are some problems with this theory uh, based on a lot of different things, and we'll get into. But uh, at 4.30 in the morning on December 6th, 1959, cardiologist Harold Harrelson... P-E-R-E-L-S-O-N? Perlson? Okay, sure. Sure? Uh, no one's going to be insulted. Juice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a barrage of emails. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to say Perlson. Struck his sleeping wife Lillian in the head with a ball-peen hammer, then left her to asphyxiate on her own blood as he went to his teenage daughter Judy's room, where he struck her in the head with the same hammer. Creative. Um, his aim on Judy was off, and she started screaming, and then like went to the neighbors, screaming, don't kill me. Uh, as her father told her to lay still and keep quiet, which is a very creepy tableau if you think about someone freaking out and the dad just trying to get his daughter to lay back down so he could hit her in the head with a hammer. Judy escaped, uh, found her mother dead, ran out of the house, found a neighbor, and called the police. 
Back in the house, when Judy's two younger siblings woke up, her father told them to go back to bed and that this is a nightmare. Then he took two doses of Nembutal and 31 small white pills, believed to be codeine or a powerful, fun tranquilizer, went to lie down and was dead before the ambulance arrived. Internet rumors say that there's still a Christmas tree and wrap presents left in the house from 1959. Trespassers have found SpaghettiOs and Life magazines. I did not find these things. And you don't have to look very hard for people to have like theories on it being haunted, etc. Now, nobody really knows why this act was committed, but the house lays bare, um, and there's some theories. So everyone's saying how Pearlson was like a quiet-mannered guy. You know, he like had a bunch of heart. His family was always like, "Oh, he had a bunch of heart attacks. Like he's he's not his he's not very healthy." But in actuality, he apparently had tried to kill himself a bunch of times. He was on edge, very suicidal, was essentially tormenting his family uh, for a lot of their childhood and had some uh, money problems. He had sunk a lot of money into uh, developing this invention. I don't know what it was. Google. A medical hmm. invention? Okay. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Um, he, so they, he got this invention kind of stolen by this other guy and sued them, and he got uh, almost $24,000 for it. But so, but it's way less than he put into this whole case. So that sucked. And then in 1957, Judy and her siblings were in a car accident at Vermont and Los, An- and Los Feliz Boulevard. And Pearlson sued the other driver and then won only enough to cover their extensive medical bills. So he was in kind of dire straits financially, too. Um, so he was kind of at the end of his rope and had this mental illness. And, and then probably at that time... Uh, talking about mental illness, it was probably way more, I mean, it's taboo now for some people, unfortunately. Absolutely. So I imagine back then it wasn't uh, as out in the open to discuss and to work on and, and uh, everything like that. Yeah, you think of like a wealthy doctor, a breadwinner, you know, from the outside looking in this idyllic family, living in this posh part of town. He had a horrible, you know, mental illness, depression. They didn't have any money. Like, he may have thought this was the only solution, you know? But it's interesting that he only tried to kill his wife and the oldest daughter and not the other siblings. Well, you know, I was, I, when you're telling yeah. me this, I was, that's what I was wondering. It's like, why did he stop? And I wonder if the fact that Judy mm-hmm. kind of shook kind of shook the plan, that mm-hmm. maybe he was, uh, maybe that kind of slowed down his trajectory. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. I mean, it's really, it's just like how harrowing that must have been for that for those that family and actually they never talked about it uh judy and the two kids went to live with an a relative presumably but they won't talk to anybody you can't reach them and you can barely reach uh the people that they sold the house to in 1960 emily and julian enriquez so they sold but they sold the house but nobody they didn't do anything with it yeah yeah they like kind of took it and whatever maybe they got a really good deal and then we're like oh, I don't this is like blood money maybe at this point exactly. yeah exactly it's like uncomfortable and selling or yeah they, they thought that they could fix it up or maybe sell it to someone else or they could you know like turn it or whatever but the Christmas tree thing is kind of debated they think it was maybe the people who lived in it before it was sold very briefly and and had a Christmas uh but I think I remember seeing pictures of like old, like the old, old Brillo. I mean, it was Brillo or something like mm-hmm. the old, old packaging and like the life magazines. I feel like I've mm-hmm. seen those photos. But again, like you said, I, I don't know when, when those were taken. Yeah. But you were there. I mean, you were there. Yeah. But there's nothing inside. Like you, you can look inside and the house is 
Like, there's no Christmas tree. And I can only really, you can't go up to the second story, mm. so I don't know where the Christmas tree is. I assumed it would have been on the mm. bottom story. Um, but there's just kind of like, you know, a bunch of plastic shit everywhere. Does it look like it's been remodeled, or does it still have, like, the kind of fixtures from it that It still time? has the fixtures. It just looks like it's, it's yeah, it's in the process of being renovated. Yeah. There's no furniture. There's actually... Not no furniture, but there's but just like basic, like a couch, like a like you can kind of see like a sink in the back and the kitchen a little bit, but there's nothing that would make it seem like anything like that was still there. Um, so I think that something happened afterwards. Also, like the Pearlsons were Jewish, a Christmas tree in the living room. Mm. Maybe they were. I don't well, know, I mean you know. that's I mean that's sometimes a cult. You know, you know people want to celebrate Christmas as like a yeah. cultural thing more than a religious thing. I don't know. That's true. It's hard to say, um, but it's definitely been changed since then. But it's still very eerie, and it's a very deep. It's a really big house. Like yeah. you think you look at it, and you were like, oh, it's. We'll put some pictures up on the Instagram, but you're like, oh, this is a huge house. It's also on a hill, like much like. Got like an old '80s cartoon, you know, where the villain lives on a hill. Yeah. and it's like lightning. I feel like the doctor having that, the access to that amount of of medication, mm-hmm. the strong medication, being a cardiologist, maybe mm-hmm. he was self medicating or or mm-hmm. self prescribed things. That I mean, I don't know. Like when I think of the late '50s, it's very like. Like popping, like pop a pill, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly. pop a, like everyone be normal, yeah, act normal, and uh, you know, putting up that uh, exterior. Because even now, if I heard about a murder in Los Feliz, I'd be like, "That's just surprising." So it's so surprising to hear one that you know you think like, yes, obviously things have happened in the fifties, but it's just it's something so big in that area, in this part of Los Angeles. Uh, it's just it's, it's riveting. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. And and again, it still sits there. I think that's the creepiest part. There's been some horrific murders done in this town. Yeah. But most of the time, and even when there's not been murders, people are like, well, let's fucking take this building and, and level it. Yeah. But to have this house be there and persist through all of this is probably the creepiest part. I wonder if people life. have tried to like buy it or rent it like celebrity. You know, people want the... the you know, the from the Manson murders, like people rent out the, you know, I don't know, the Tate house or whatever that yeah. is. Um, I wonder if people have tried to access it and be, and, and for some reason it's just, I don't know, it's like under lock and key and there's like no answers. Yeah, and there's no one trying to capitalize on it yeah. too. Which again, makes it even creepier, makes people even want to have the experience of being in it more. Oh, I mean, I would absolutely, if, if somebody did a, you know, a, a uh, you know, a, recreation of it maybe not necessarily the murder part but just like mm-hmm. the way the house looked and yeah. the different rooms I mean you'd maybe get a third date with that guy there maybe you can you know make it give it another shot you know what maybe I mean maybe I could yeah if you have Adderall that is I mean, if, oh, if, if, I, if you don't have Adderall then what if I can sell someone some drugs yeah um, yeah the Hotel Alexandria is also like that too where there's a there's a wing in it that's very pres- preservation well we'll get into things. we don't want to give that well that might be a future that's true don't get it don't, might be I, uh, but the, that's the thing about abandoned places too when there's an element of preservation I think that there's a whole new there's a reason for that it. to yeah. me there's a reason that it's there for us to talk about hey y'all Trey Kennedy here letting you know you need to subscribe to my podcast Correct Opinions the first and only podcast show where every opinion is correct in my opinion. I talk all things my crazy social media life, relevant topics, and why your sister's gin reveal only reveals that she's annoying. So tune in and hear my takes on all the extra things happening in our society today. Subscribe to Correct Opinions on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. When you were there, did you feel, uh, did you feel anything? Like a sense of, I don't know, any kind of like chill or like, or 
Were you just hot and heavy with the dude? <laughs> no, it wasn't really. We were like, I felt like we were more like teenagers because we mm-hmm. had a couple drinks at the drawing room beforehand. Okay. Um, and so I was like, you know, like, let's do it. And kind of like, impre- there's an element of like, I'm going to impress you. Look at me. Yeah. And of course that worked. Yeah. Um, Why don't you just go to Applebee's like a regular person? You know what I mean? Just do a regular. Applebee's. Yeah, I know. It's great. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> now, in hindsight, you'd rather be like, why don't we just go in to Applebee's? You'd be married by now. I would have been married. Because you would have based it on something a little yeah. more I real. I thought you were going to say basted. No, no. But, like those ribs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Applebee's, we're here for you. Exactly. Um, was that it? Is that pretty much? Is that yeah, the, this is, is it. This is, is, is it. The Los Feliz Murder House. You can go to it. It is there. That address is everywhere. So and check it out. I feel like there's people out there that have an experience or or insight that we don't have. And if you do, please, 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 please email us, message us on social media, ghosttownpod at gmail.com, ghosttownpod at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Perlman kids. Yeah. We want to hear you. Yeah. We're, We're licensed here. historians. Yeah, yeah. Bonded by the state of our minds. <laughs> um, but we, we definitely we want to hear that. And uh, if you haven't yet, um, subscribe to us. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you want to rate and review, if you like what you hear, um, or if you're on any other app, follow us on here because we'll have new episodes every single week. Absolutely. Yeah. Until next time. Give me that Adderall. Okay. Okay.